now, a word from our sponsors. Feeling peckish? Getting used to lethargy? You need something to keep you fueled during the day? Get yourself a pack of Cars Table Water Biscuits. The king of water biscuits. Perfect with a large wedge of your favorite sharp cheddar. Use the code SWINDLE to get 2% off your next order of over 200 pounds. Cars Table Water Biscuits. The best thing to come out of Carlisle. Welcome to this week's edition of Going Deep with Doc and the Hawk. And Andrew is back in the studio with us. Welcome back, Andrew. He's recovered from the coronavirus due to the Doc and the Weatherman's hydrochloroquine. Yep. Thank and, you very uh, much, Weatherman. Yeah, welcome. What, how you guys been this week? Having a good, you know, staying safe, hopefully? Feeling much better. Um, I was obviously under quarantine for a bit. Then the Weatherman visited me. Gave me some medicine and uh, and I feel fine now. Yeah, and I'm actually glad to have Andrew back on the podcast because last week, ladies and gentlemen, there was a, a crime committed on this on this show. What crime was that? That man, Ian, when he compared my man Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and said that Kareem Hunt was the better running back, I listened back to the show as I always do every morning in the shower. Listening to my beautiful voice. That makes sense, yeah. And I, I just had to think. I, I was thinking, how dare he? How dare he come on and insult me in, the, in my own podcast? It was a bit uncouth, if you want my opinion. And it actually made me realize, I think I actually missed Andrew on the podcast last week. Well, this is wow. a breakthrough. I th- this is kind of amazing. Re- I'm, sh- I'm shocked. Doc, I'm so, I'm so glad to hear that because I've maintained throughout the series that... We are kindred spirits. I don't know about that, but I'm, I just know that you're better than my new nemesis, Ian. Well, the, the studio has certainly taken on a bit of a sleepless in Seattle vibe, and I gotta say, I'm not that mad with it. Uh, now we have a guest in the studio, uh, two-time champion, notorious swindler, and uh, you might have heard Andrew's promo from uh, one of our big-time sponsors talking about the code SWINDLE. And that's because today's guest always manages to trick one young player every season out of his best player. Now, whether it's Lucas Cummings for Mike Evans or Mike Ruiz for an unnamed player. Doesn't even have a name. Anyway, Steve Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Right, Welcome to the podcast. Well, I have to say, I, I take umbrage to this swindler <laughs> Monica that you've given me here. I'm not the only one. Give me, give me, give me an example. Give me an example. You traded. You you traded. Unless I'm mistaken. Unless I'm mistaken. You traded Lucas Cummings. Now, granted, Lucas Cummings is a man. He might have woke up on the wrong side of the bed that morning. But you traded him. That running back from the Baltimore Ravens, Alex Collins, who isn't even in the NFL anymore. (laughs) For well, Mike well, Evans. Wasn't then. <laughs> I think he was cut by the Ravens that year. For Mike Evans, pretty much, we're going to talk about Mike Evans later today. I yeah, but we're you're, to, you're talking about the 2019 Mike Evans. The one I got was the was 2017 it? Mike he Evans. He still went over 1,000. No, he did nothing still after I got Still went over 1,000. He did nothing. 
He's still Mike you, Evans. You want you want to check the stats? And now last year you did swindle somebody. Now, yeah. All right. I'll tell you what the trade was. I'll okay. tell you what the trade was. Give it to us. We're gonna we're gonna. Dice I believe this up. it was uh, Ruiz. Yeah. <laughs> I know Ruiz. And was I ball. received the receipt the wide receiver of the Chargers. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Okay. I got Keenan Allen, and I gave the running back for the Baltimore Ravens. Um. Ingram? Ingram? Ingram. No. Yes, Ingram. Ingram. Yes. Okay. And I gave somebody else. Did, and there was I like, thought you had Ingram, though. I think I might. No, no it was Ingram. No, I, got, Ingram. I gave Ingram, and mm-hmm. I got uh, Keenan Allen. Allen. Not last year. How was, no, Keen, was, how was Keenan was Allen after the trade? Absolute dog shit. Okay. Absolute dog shit. He did nothing. He would have been better not on my team. Okay. Well, we always see these trades, and it does still, from like this perspective now, it still looks uneven. All right. Can, it does. All right. Well, uh, this is the thing I asked. We okay? have to look up the. the we have details. we have sound guy Mike, uh, Keefe over yeah, there. Yeah. He's got to get on. I, the he's the, he's well, the stat guy. He's uh, the stat guy. I right. want him to check what Keenan Allen did after I traded for him. All right, Keith. Can you get on that? All right, okay, on. he's getting on it. So, so yeah. but I had Ingram. I was pretty sure it was on Andrew's team, so yeah. I think it was somebody It else. was someone similar to Ingram. Okay. If it wasn't yeah. Ingram, it was someone similar yeah, to Ingram. Yeah, because I think you traded me Ingram. But I still think the Alex Collins for Mike Evans trade rocked. Yeah, it was bullshit. And I will say, I will say, I was the last person that knew that went through. And I, when I woke up, yeah. I noticed I had like two guys missing from my team. And I said, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Then I go on Kakao Talk, and everyone's... Talking shit about yeah. this trade that's well, gone we had to. What the fuck is this trade we that's gone I mean, you accepted it. Now, how do you no, feel? No, I made the he offer. He made the oh, offer right, for right. sure. And I was the last person to know that. He how do you feel it. about... So the commissioner came on here last month, and he talked about having a bad trade fine. The commissioner is going to be laying down fines this year for bad trades. All right. If the offers are so horrendous, they can be reported, I guess, to the league office. And... Um, then there's going to be a lot of like rats and snitches out there. There's going to be some there. snitches out there. Now, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to snitch on anybody unless it's egregious and unless you wake me up from my slumber. One more, one more thing I'll say about this, this trade last year okay. that I got Keenan Allen. There was one, maybe two guys really talking shit about this trade. And everyone else in the league seemed to be okay with this. And there was like, I think it was John. Yeah, definitely. Sure. John was, and I think Keith. Keith yeah. was okay with Sounds it. I think like Keith came and said, he said, this is an okay trade. And you know what? He's Keith a wise right. man. He's a wise man. Keith but, it, it, but no, no, like, but it wasn't when? Ingram. It, it was someone it like I don't think I think, it was No, Ingram. I think it was because Keith is a Baltimore fan and I think we might that's why look I think up, it was. No, Sounds because like Ingram was having check. an amazing yeah, season. Yeah, he had a good year last year. So why yeah. would why Ingram, Ingram, Ingram had a good Ingram. And that's why I thought it was a fair trade. Keenan Allen. But I don't think it was took Ingram. off for like and I think two, it was two, two seasons. Side, yeah, yeah. No, I got I got Keenan Allen and I gave away two. I don't. Th- we can look on Sleeper. Uh, yeah. Sound guy Keith will look on Sleeper. But yeah, I'm I'm always I always am negative about any trade. Yeah, because you because wanted, wanted you wanted the, the guy. Yeah, yeah. and I know as soon as someone complains about of this, course. they put a trade in for that I see trade about, for that guy. I see about a trade. I see about three or four trades a year that I say, okay, that's fine. But the rest of them are trash. Yeah, but I will say about that, that trade. No, I have only made one trade. I made one trade last year, I think. One you did not like that trade. Me too. After you said you didn't like it, I think there was someone else who said they didn't like it, and then probably Dale. the rest of the gr- the Maybe rest Dale. of the group said that's an okay trade. Well, so we have I'm to not see. We're, we're lo- sound guy Keith is scrolling through here. All right, while he does that, I've got an important announcement to make, ladies and gentlemen, because this week. In the Jinju Bowl Fantasy Football League, there were some major news. Big movers. LOL has been removed from the league. Kicked out. 
Forcibly, I he, think. He wanted to come back, but we kicked him out for lack of participation in uh, the group chat. Apparently, the commissioner went to his house. And he's dead to us now. So we have a new player, ladies and gentlemen, in the Jinju League, Martin. Martin. Haven't met him yet. Well, uh, hopefully, he can come to Jinju soon, get on the podcast. Send some messages on the group chat. Yep. Seems like he, he knows who he's talking a about. A Bears fan? That's the only bad thing. Yeah. Do we want a person from the NFC North? We need someone. We need somebody. We, we, okay, it's a nice spread. It's a nice. We spread. have right now. We got a NFC lot. Uh, the Packers, the Lions, and Minnesota. the Vikings, and we don't have anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hopefully, Martin, you're listening, and you can come in, come down to Jinju soon, and uh, join us here at the podcast. Get him on the pod. At yeah, some get, point, I yeah. think we'll probably get him on probably in the next couple weeks. Hopefully, uh, if he's not busy now. The next thing we have um, now, Steve, you you've been. What some might call you a traditionalist that when it comes to fantasy football. Yeah, some might say conservative. Yeah. An old, an old fucker who doesn't like change. I also, <laughs> but I also fell in that same category. I think for a good number of years, I led a good defense of why we need a kicker last year, and I regret it. Now, how do you feel about the new superflex, though? Well, you you know, I know you asking that question because you know that the answer to that is I do not like this. Okay. What, what's your reason, sir? I'll give you some sort of opportunity to defend yourself, and then I'm going to take you to the cleaners. <laughs> All right, look. My, my, my objection with Superflex is I'm, I like the idea of you set your team, and it's basically the team as a normal as football, a normal team, football yeah. team. I would love you, you pick 11 offensive players, you pick 11 defensive players, okay. and you... That's, that's the and that bet. might be an option out there. And I do not like the fact that you can have two quarterbacks on one team. Okay. I understand that. I definitely respect that. And, like, I was definitely in the same camp as you, where I would say I wanted to be as close to the NFL yeah. as possible until I realized that... That's dumb. I mean, no, I don't think it's dumb. I just think that it's not... There's just so many players that well, aren't kickers are so, aren't really the, the suitable is, for fantasy. The, the spot of the kicker is so unreliable. The kicker's got nothing to do with yeah. superflex. But no, no, no but, but it, it is about because like usually the kicker to has to get same. removed. Yeah, but the, the, you got eleven players on the offense. You get eleven players on the defense. You don't have a kicker in there. Um, and what but, about but, but yeah. that will be the real that's special teams no, but, no, I'm no, not no. talking about special teams no but the kicker is one of the 11 on a yeah, kicking it play ha- it would have to be not an offense your fundamental on argument. a kicking play he's one of the players that's special teams and I wouldn't yeah but you're talking about it should be as close to the real game as possible and if it's as close to the real game as possible we need the kickers and the punters and the special teams you no, can't I just didn't... pick and choose sir I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. But I'm saying you need 11 players on the offense, 11 players on defense. That's my ideal lineup. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that, impossible. That would be... It's not impossible. How is no, that impossible? It's, I think there are definitely yeah, some yeah. things that do it. 11 so defensive players. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there must be some group somewhere that does that. Well, then you should be partitioning for that, sir. All I hear is this this vanilla fantasy nonsense. I do I, think that the, the, the fantasy realm in general has moved away from like the more standard to a super flex based on the fact that so many games are won and lost by a kicker. And like that is kind of stupid. Well, that's one of the reasons, but the main reason, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that the most important position in sports, the quarterback, Pretty is much. so undervalued in standard leagues that don't have a super flex. The, the idea that you can get Aaron Rodgers in the 11th round of a draft is just absurd. Well, that's where the tactics come in. That's but where was the that not in Superflex? 
No, that was in the standard draft. And that's what I'm saying. That's why it's it's so ridiculous. Quarterback should yeah. be valued as one think, of the most important yeah. players in your team. I do think quarterbacks should be drafted. So in the first increase round. the increase the points then. Increase their points. Okay. That, yeah. I mean that's, that's a, a that's fair a, argument. Yeah. Well, I mean, you put that on the group. Yeah. You, you, you got to make these arguments. <laughs> why, 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 why would I do that? No, Nobody listens to what okay, I say. No, to be fair, I was completely with you. I wanted, like, because I made the argument to keep the kicker last year. I was like, me I too. want everything yeah, to be too. as similar to a normal game team as possible. But I changed a bit because it is fantasy. And it no. is, ch- and like, it's it, it is changing. Like, if you watch You want to have fun. It, it is, like, the standard. Is changing the standard is superflex. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Sorry to interrupt, Steve, but the idea that you have to look at strategy here. A standard league, the optimal strategy right now is just running back, running back, running back. But the idea of having a superflex brings so many alternative strategies Which, into play. But no, the, the strategy comes in. Where do you pick the quarterback? If you play one quarterback, where, which round do you pick them? Yeah. Who do you pick? It's still strategy. I mean, I, still I don't see where there's extra strategy with superflex because you can have a run on QBs in the first round. Yeah, it, and that's yeah, just and impossible. That's, okay, look. it's not necessarily a different strategy. It's just they become more valuable. Yeah, and I think and that, that running back is—it's a very valuable position in real life. It's very valuable, but it's in fantasy. It is. It is way overvalued, in my opinion. Quarterback is way more important in real life. Of course, it, quarterback should be taken in the first round. There's like so Patrick increase Mahomes, the points. Increase the points. That's a good. You should have made the argument though, because I mean now we're all on the super flex train, and that 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 train's got a bunch of coal in it, and it ain't <laughs> stopping. It seems like, but we're gonna we're gonna. I mean, I I definitely respect your attitude towards it. I say we give the, this season a shot. And worst, wor- what's the worst thing that happens? Next year we can go back also, to the other one. Also, the thing is, we're all in the same boat. It's not like some people yeah. are doing Superflex, some people aren't. We're all, we all we're have all the same We're all going to go two quarterbacks. We all have the same league. Okay. We're all doing the same. One more thing I don't like about Superflex. Yeah. I hate running quarterbacks. I that's hate it, Lamar it, Jackson. Ooh, I, whoa, sound okay, guy. Let me, let me just I know. stop you right there. Sound guy, he has okay. literally just pulled out a knife. And Superflex increases the value of running quarterbacks. It does, yeah. And I hate running quarterbacks. But also, They're not there to run. If you want to run the ball, be a running back. If you want to be a quarterback, your job is you drop back and you throw the ball. But the game or changes. you hand the ball off to someone else who I runs disagree the ball. With the game that. changes. I do no. disagree yeah. with that because, like... If you look at Lamar Jackson's stats, he had 1,100 rush yards and seven TDs, along with all of his passing stats. Like, he should be picked in the first round. He's that valuable. You know, like, if he's doing all that, he should be drafted as a number one QB and a number one. In fantasy. But this, my argument is not a fantasy argument. This argument is a fantasy argument. This is a real NFL. No, but he's that valuable in real NFL. I think in real NFL, he is pretty valuable. Yeah, but he shouldn't be. And this is what. What what do you mean he shouldn't be? Because I don't think. I don't like running quarterbacks. I think there should be a rule in the NFL quarterback. You're either there to throw, you do not cross the scrimmage line. You're either there to throw the ball, or you hand it off to someone who runs the ball. The traditionalism comes out, folks. Started watching the NFL in 1925. Okay, now let's move on from Superflex. Actually, they didn't throw much then. um, We're going to move to something you did support, which was Fantasy Bucks. Well, the fab system, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's called Fantasy Bucks for the waiver. I, I was against that. See, I think that's much more of a radical change than Superflex. In my personal opinion, because that that entails a lot of strategy 
for the entire season. I love it. Like, do you use all your money in the first two weeks, or do you wait until a playoff run and then start to just overbid for players? And how do you not like that? I don't, I mean, it adds definitely a complication that maybe not many of us have done before, whereas adding a super flex is literally just picking two quarterbacks. Like, it, the change for Superflex is way less extreme than Fantasy Bucks, in it, my opinion. Superflex completely changes the draft. But then changes the draft, that, it totally changes it. Totally but you changes. can get used to that with a couple mocks. A couple mock drafts, you'll be really used to Superflex. Yeah, and you can Fantasy get, Bucks is the long game. Yeah. It's the long game. Right. And you can get used to it after a few weeks of the waivers. But are those few weeks going to cost you is the big thing. Well, that's why it's so exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. But it's also, that is a, a very far departure from our standard sort of what, first come, first serve. Not first come, first serve, but... Um, the, the order. The order, yeah. uh, how we've been going on for about five years. So that... Steve, what do you think about Fab? Yeah. I'm fine with it. I, I, why do you like that and not Superflex? Well, to be, on, to be honest... I didn't like Superflex, and I was totally against Superflex, so when FAB came after that, I thought, you know what, I probably should be for this, just to like back up my okay. the fact that I don't like Superflex, just like give it a you little bit more muscle. You should have joined my team with but the no, anti-fab. Also, I don't like like the, the order thing, because I, I found myself so many times in that number one, number two spot, it. and just waiting oh, and but that's, waiting but and waiting. But that's great, though. I didn't like it. You ha- and you, you, can, you can basically do that with your budget. You if can. you keep your yeah. budget, you're essentially up there at the start of the, yeah. the order. I don't see how it changes it that much. I think really. it's much more extreme though than Superflex. Because I you can it. outbid. And yeah. everyone has a chance. In week one you can literally spend I know, but if you're if you're, if you're but I mean it's similar. It's like you're just using like capital like to get something and then once you've used that capital you're not gonna get something good for a while. For, and it's the same as But the you way. could for the whole season. I know I know it's eventually yeah, yeah. in that sort of rotation, whatever we're gonna call the order, like, you will get back to like, work. I like it how you all have a shot. You all have a shot but there's, for, in FAB. There's which an is amazing good. process where you have to decide how much am I gonna bid for this player. Yep. Right? Like Darren Waller last year. Am I gonna spend all my budget on this do, guy? Am I gonna spend ten percent of my budget? Do do we know how it works? Yeah. So yeah, you're it's at auction. It's bid stuff. Yeah. Right, right, right. But is it, is it like everyone puts a bid in yeah. and we it like blind bids yes. and then yeah. whoever yeah. put the highest? Yeah, yeah that's bid. why it's so awesome. So it's, it's not like eBay, like no, no. It's blind bid. No, higher you, and higher. You gotta higher. just you know commit to what you think you need to bid. Which I think is gonna take a lot more strategy. And I love it. Than last and, year. And if you use all of it, you're done for the year. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's unless we give Kamish a little. Hansky. Hansky around the corner. Well, Kamish, will, Kamish might give you something if you give him something. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, um, okay. Let's, um, let's move on. That's the new stuff. Um, yeah. The, uh, we're going to move on to your draft review from 2019, Steve. Let's pull it up here. How did, how did you feel at the draft? Because I remember uh, you being at the, a... Okay, at the draft, <laughs> my first two picks I was really happy with. After, after that, it got a little bit hazy. And what do you, I, what I do had you think a few... was the reason? Well, alcohol. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, you obviously did have I think you and uh, the commish suffered from what I'd like to call alcohol. Uh, itis. 
alcohol-induced bad drafting <laughs> after a certain point. But I think you did have some good picks. This yeah, my first my it. first two picks were good, and then it just your first four. No, your no, first no, four no, picks no, are no, great. No, no. Your first four picks are great. No, yeah. they're not. Yes, they are. They are, sir. Mac What's and Ingram wrong? had great no. seasons. I don't like Mac or Ingram. Yeah, but they had good seasons. Okay, Julio, let's start. Sir, let's start Mark Ingram was like RB10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he was fourth good. I am the fourth round. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> let's let's start off. Julio Jones, another fantastic season. If you watched last uh, week's show. Yeah, he, what? he had 100. Yeah, uh, it was uh, wide receiver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit, we're getting oh, invaded by man. Google right now. <laughs> Google. What so are you doing? Keith, do not cut that out. Do um, not cut it out, Keith. So Julio Jones was wide receiver number three or four. I think maybe three. Number three. He was number three. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he had a monster season again. Again, again. didn't have the touchdowns. Last yeah, year. it was the he, yards. But, he was okay, just he never yards, gets touchdowns. No, he we did the that. season before. Yeah. He went ten, 10 games. He scored a touchdown Rid- every game. Ridley? And then he went 10 games Ridley where he had no touchdowns. Ridley. Yeah, now Ridley. he is. So. so we're going to talk about Ridley later in the in this podcast because For we're sure. talking about the NFC South. Ezekiel Elliott, I cannot believe he got to that pick. I've said this. Well, we were times. right in the we were right in the middle of the but will he play? There or not, was will he no play? way he was not yeah, going to play. Of course. Anybody who didn't pick him after the fourth, I mean, Ian picked, said last oh, week that God. he regretted it. My new nemesis, Ian. It's literally a massive regret for anybody who didn't pick him fourth or after. James Conner over Ezekiel Elliott. David yes. Johnson over Ezekiel Elliott. That's nuts. Shameful. Even, even okay, even Nick Chubb and like. Is a is a bad pick over Ezekiel well, Elliott? Disagree. Whoa, he was he almost based, led the league in, the, in rushing. But so. based on like what you knew Zeke could do, because Zeke had pretty similar stats with Nick Chubb. Yeah, but Nick Chubb was not holding out. Yeah, I know, but like Nick Chubb was still an unproven. No, there was, whoa. he was still pretty unproven at that point. Mm-hmm. I think he had a, a bit of a breakout the year before. Yeah, his yeah. Season. one year is one year enough. Zeke has never been hurt, and he he's never missed a game due to injury. Yeah, only through suspension of but being he, a moron. But he does but, like being low-key fan. No, no, but Ezekiel, if there, the holdout wasn't there, Ezekiel would have been in the top. You would have picked Ezekiel. He should have been a top four pick. You would have picked him if there was no holdout. I probably still would have went Kamara. No, you wouldn't. To be honest, because no, no, I like no. Kamara. Yeah. But, okay, let's keep going. Marlon Mack, good pick. He was very solid. No, Mar- okay, okay, Marlon Mack. You hate I, him, though. I don't like him. And you as know why? Player. No, yeah, as a player. Yeah. And you know why? I, I, I noticed something about Marlon Mack when I was watching highlights. They take him out when they get in the red zone. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't score. He does no. He doesn't. You know why? Because as soon as they get in inside the, the twenty yard line, yeah. and as soon as they get in the red line, they bring in what's the guy's name? Maybe Hines. Hines. Yeah. And I noticed this. I noticed this on but he, Marlon on the highlights, and then I watched a full game. Yeah. And as soon as they get into the red zone, Marlon Mack is out yeah. of the it's game. He's they, not always, they always throw to Ebron in the red zone. Yeah. <laughs> but also, Marlon Mack can't catch. He doesn't catch. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. he just can't. In general, he so Marlon Mack will put up those yards, but he will never get but the I touchdowns. Still think, I honestly still think he at the was end still of the like third, one of the top yeah. RBs. Yeah, he's I'm still great value. I honestly think round. at the end of the third, the end of the third round pick, that's the thirty-sixth pick. Take Marlon him Mack before. Is fine. Yeah, yeah, better Damian than Williams. Williams, better than Devonta yeah. Freeman, better than Carryon Johnson, better than Leonard Fournette. No, uh, all right, right okay, okay just because other people took bad choices, better than Todd Gurley, doesn't make it a good choice. I'm just saying, better than Todd Gurley. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but at that time. You take Gurley over Mac at that yeah. time. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. Ingram, good pick. We can mm-hmm. just end in the fourth Obviously, round. Great pick. OJ now OJ Howard. Howard, you stumbled because yeah. Yeah, but, that was, but he was very he was big though. He was hyped. Yeah, yeah, he was hyped and I was I bought into that hype and I thought he was gonna be big and he did nothing because Arians does nothing with the tight ends. Arians doesn't like tight ends. Yeah. Also um, I think OJ Howard just yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's there's something I think 
he's something got wrong. so much talent. I think there's something behind the scenes that isn't like going well. And might, then might be between the years. Yeah, and then next, he's like one of my favorite players. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon was a huge flyer. Just a huge flyer. I love Josh Gordon. Just a huge flyer. When he played, he wasn't that bad this season. But I gotta ask, as your wide receiver too, you take Josh Gordon. Um, over the next ones. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, there's not much after him, to be yeah. honest. Alan Robinson in the same round. Yeah, but Alan Robinson was, he was at before. The, yeah, oh, no, no. Yeah, DJ Josh Moore. Gordon was before. Okay, yeah. Obviously, I... DJ I, Moore. DJ Moore, you'd take over Josh Gordon. I'd take and Alan now, Robinson. Now, after last yeah. season, before... Alan though. Robinson, 100% over Josh Gordon, too. I mean, he had a, a yeah. massive season. I'd take Landry over Gordon. There's, there's going to be a no, lot there of there was so seats. much hype for Josh Gordon this season when he signed for New England. I mean, he wasn't bad when he played, to be honest. Um, and he might play again this year. Now, Drake like had some monster games. Yeah, towards, towards the end got, of the season. Once yeah. he got Where, traded. And he right now is still on the Cardinals. Yeah, he's the RB1. Okay. Um, he didn't, I think he didn't really get a fair run in Miami, but no, he well, did. They, they, did they you keep him or no, what? There was something. I, I don't you remember because I'm looking like a year. Him. No, no, no. No, I kept him. I kept him. I kept all of him. Okay. And he was on Miami, and there was something about... Is he going to be traded? Is he not? And then eventually he was traded. And, and he was then, still pretty good, though. Yeah, the eventually. The towards the end of the season, he was good. So yeah. you picked so up far, Edmonds as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your Chase draft Edmonds, so far yeah. is not so bad. Yeah, and then um, it gets bad. Good. Then it Shepard's gets bad. Okay. not that bad, actually. I think Shepard... Shepard did nothing. In in that pick last year, Shepard was fine. But now, going forward, we know that Shepard yeah. is pretty injury-prone. Yeah. And you can't trust him. Yeah. And there's season. a big boy at the Giants now. Now, now Cam Newton is Cam Newton. not a good was not a good pick. He was, I mean, he, he got injured okay. last year. Like who he who knew he was going to be that? We're, we're, we're going to talk about Cam Newton, I'm sure, maybe yep. later. But I just want to say one thing: when he's played every he's been good. all games, he's, good. he's never finished outside of QB five in yeah. fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. When, when he's, he's played a whole season, when he's healthy, he's definitely yeah. a, a good quarterback. I think like he could have a good year this year. He might Where's be a Dave late round. Harris? Flyer, um, Adrian Peterson wasn't that bad, but I'm sure you dropped him yeah, at some point. Yeah, he, he wasn't yeah. doing much, yeah. and then he at, at some point in the games. season he started he doing something. I think Dale I mean, offered yeah. Peterson to everyone yeah. in the yeah. league at some point. Now Damian <laughs> Harris was nothing. Anthony Miller really, Miller no, he really disappointed. He took he a really big step back, but yeah. he had a couple of big games. No, he had a massive step back. He has a horrendous problem with his shoulder. Someone who has extensive experience with repetitive shoulder injuries. Who's the other w, uh, wide receiver two on on? In no, the Bears. wide receiver one is Allen Robinson. The oh, wide receiver two. The, the wide receiver two might be like Tariq Cohen. No, no, it no, should be. No, no. Yeah. There's another guy that had a few other like Gabriel. crazy games. Gabe Taylor Gabriel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Miller yeah, took. Yeah. A, he's a bit of a gadget player. Miller as well. took a massive step back. And then in DK Metcalf. I remember when we when we made the draft. Yeah. You you were saying you were telling me. Oh, Miller, such, a good, Miller such a good pick. Such a good, good pick. Yeah. I think he's good Dude, if he's healthy. If, if it came to me at that same round, I would have probably picked Miller. Yeah. Because I did think Miller was, like he had the year before that, he had maybe six, seven hundred yards and like yeah. eight or nine touchdowns. Yeah. So like he was poised to break out. He was out. poised to break out. And I mean, he, and in that same round, I picked a kicker. So. Uh, now we got DK Metcalf had a great season. He's gonna be going in the top three rounds apparently. Yeah, he's gonna be good next now, year. Now I don't know if I 100 mm, agree yeah, with that because he does have a bit of a spotty injury history. But 
that's going to be somebody is definitely going to take him in the top three rounds. If you watched really? him play, I think so. Top yeah. three. When if, we did our our mock draft, he so went, what, a wide receiver fifteen. When yeah. we did our mock draft, he went in the top three rounds. He's top twenty wide yeah. receiver, I think. Lockett and him are close together. I think they might be one of the better pairings of wide receivers in the league. And I think Metcalf will take a lot of the a lot of targets from Tyler Lockett. So you're, but you're basically saying he's a wide receiver one. Yeah. No, I'm saying he's a wide, a strong wide. He's receiver. He's getting drafted as a wide receiver one though, which is ridiculous. Okay, but I mean that was a good pick by you in the 13th. Jordan Reed, who I always liked before this season, but he just he can't stay healthy. Has he has he finally retired or is he he's, still trying I think he's to? Gone. He's, I think gone he's gone now. Gone. Yeah, yeah. I hope he's gone. Yeah, and he should be. He your should last be. pick was I think Jamal, oh, Jamal Williams. Williams. Looks again, like, a flyer. And again, a flyer. But I think overall your draft was not. Was not as bad as top six was okay. I think. And I, I do think yeah, some yeah. of the things like Shepard and Newton was just unlucky. Yeah. yeah, top four was excellent. Maybe the oh, yeah. maybe the best top four, top in, four in the league. Good. I still have no idea who Damian Harris is. Uh, he was in New England. He yeah. was like yeah. projected to be maybe like the breakout guy. Like but they it didn't have work like out. four other running backs that like ahead look, of him. Look. <laughs> Andrew, don't pick a New England running back. Well, I, yeah. I never have, and yeah, I never will. I think don't it's worry. Not a, it's not a good look. Reach into the choir there. Um, All right, talking about New England, ladies and gentlemen, we obviously had the huge news this week that Cam Newton is going to sign, has signed, for the Patriots for $1 million or a little bit more. Steve, it could go up to 7.5. Yeah. But even that's a million dollars base salary, yeah. which is insane. For an MVP, that's he a He was an MVP. That's like a reserve punter salary. And he's only 31. <laughs> so Steve, like he's not that old. Yeah. Steve, any thoughts about Cam this year? What do you think? Uh, the thing, I, this, before Cam signed, everyone was saying, oh, Patriots are done. The end of the, end of the dynasty. Not the doc. The doc projected in, in, in his hot take special, episode one, ladies and gentlemen. You all heard it. The dot predicted that the Patriots would have a better record than Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that was pre-Cam Newton, ladies well, and gentlemen. Well, we'll come back to that, and I agree with you. Uh, yeah, Cam Newton, Patriots before Cam Newton, like, they were dead, apparently, but according to everyone, and now that Cam Newton signed, they're like, oh, Super Bowl contenders? Yeah. No, they're... they're they were in between before they signed him, and they're in yeah. between them. I don't are think they, are they be, still yeah. good enough to win the AFC East? Yes, yes, yes they are. Over yeah. the Bills, yeah. gotta, gotta be competitive. Okay. Gotta be I, competitive. I, I think they were good enough before. Mm. Okay, but do you exactly. think like because one guy leaves, there's not going to be that much of a drop? It's the okay. most important position on the team. Okay, you, okay, you say that, but there's a counter argument. Brady's been there for what 19, 20 years. Mm-hmm. They had. And uh, half, it, almost it, half, they went to the Super Bowl. No, I, I know, I know, I know. But in the games without Brady, when Brissett took over yeah, and Garoppolo yeah, yeah. took over, they were seven and one. But I do think so. In, when they have a different quarterback, they were still fucking amazing. I do think on those teams, though, the skill position players were much better than the skill position players now on the Patriots. But the skill position players haven't changed in the past like two or three years. Yeah, and their offense has suffered. The offense of the Patriots last year was yep, not that good. Yep. No, of course. One of the worst in the yeah. league. Of course, but what, what, what does it say? It, I think take, it takes defense to win championships. And they have a sick defense. But their defense let them down down the stretch. They let the Miami Dolphins go down the, down the field in the last week, uh, and they lost home field advantage. Okay. That, some no, people and say and that then, that and, is and, the reason and, they lost. And, and then they got knocked out of the playoffs by yeah. the Titans, who also beat the Ravens, who but, are one of the best teams in the league But they do say well. that. The they, best. They do say that. New England without that bye, okay. that might have been a reason why they lost. I'm saying, okay, so with 
Brady. And I was on the defense. So Josh McDaniels, he has like a way of doing offense, but he was limited by what Brady could offer the yep. team. Josh McDaniels, when he played with Brissett, he had four games and he did so many like triple option plays. Jacoby Brissett scored like two rushing touchdowns yeah. for them. Imagine what he could do with Cam Newton. I'll say the one thing... If he's fit. Yeah. If, if he's if, fit. I'll say this. Cam Newton does bring the running element, but also Cam Newton is not very accurate. He's not accurate. He's not accurate at all. Okay. I mean, no, no, no. He's no, no. short passes. Though. Exactly. Okay. exactly. And that's what Josh McDaniels likes to do. But Quick, I don't think he's accurate passes. even in short passes. He is. You saw him, you watched him playing last year and the amount of... But throws that he made them it's, just like over the receiver is crazy okay but so everyone thinks that Cam Newton's known for being this long ball guy and having a big arm he's not when he's played well and the Panthers for the Panthers he's done quick high tempo offense quick dump offs quick passes that's why I think like Edelman I think even Sanu might do pretty well with him. James White, I'm, I'm excited for James White's yeah. resurgence. And yeah. uh, no one's mentioning the best thing about Cam Newton, and that is his mind, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Cam Newton is a smart motherfucker. And we've all seen the clip when he completely reads the fact that the defense have yeah. read him, and then he shows them something you, real quick you, in the end zone. You've been studying this? Studying exactly. This. <laughs> yeah, and he completely ruins them. Yeah. So I'm excited for Cam. I think they're going to be good. Yeah, they're definitely better now than without with Stidham. Yeah, I'm, sure. not, I'm not getting crazy but about him. But I also am like, there's a beast building. There's a beast building out there in western New York. Yeah. There's a beast building. That mafia. That, that Bill Mafia. They're coming for you. They might have something to say to Bill Belichick. Now that the guy who kind of kept the team together for 20 years has left, and he seems to be having a great time in Tampa. I can't wait. I, it's, it's really it it's isn't wild. It is, it's, it's so it's an wild. an interesting story it's, to yeah. unfold. And also, at the same week, uh, the Patriots get fined and lose some draft picks. They decide to sign Cam Newton, yeah. which yeah. is not coincidence, folks. No. Not coincidence. Time for an important word from our sponsors. Immortality, sadly, still remains out of reach. But there is another way. Slippery Chet's creature stuffing taxidermy will make your dreams of remembrances come true. Chet will scrub your body clean and polish the insides, making you glamour ready to be mounted upon the walls of your familial home. Terrify your kids grandkids, illegitimate children, and more for decades to come. Text LOL to 776-4200 for a 32% discount. Group discounts also are available. Beautiful, and what a wonderful idea, ladies and gentlemen, making yourself immortal in your own home with some human taxidermy. I know that I'm going to put my name down this week because I'm sure my whole family would love to see me after I'm dead. I mean, I wouldn't mind being like on the wall, perched there, just overlooking things. You know, maybe I'm in like an elegant pose. Maybe I'm in something a bit more savage or a bit more, you know, animalistic. Yeah, you know? I was going to ask what your pose would be. I know mine would be like a kung fu stance. Okay. You know, yeah. maybe like an eagle stance. I do a... think I'd, I, I'd probably go for the severe look from the corner. I think that might be my thing. So, sort of something a bit cold and distant, but also judgmental. Like a sneer. Yeah. Andrew, what would your death stance be? 
Swan. Nice. Okay. I like the yeah. swan stance. Steve, what would your death stance be? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the praying mantis. Mm. Oh, you are quite gangly. That would be long arms. Yeah. <laughs> fairly terrifying for the grandkids, but I mean, Chet pays us well. He keeps the lights on in this place because he's a good man. Chet's not a bad guy. I mean, he, he might do something to the bodies, but I don't ask questions. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I must interrupt your regular programming to, to bring you a special announcement because this week on the podcast, after last week's display from Ian, my new nemesis, suggesting that Kareem Hunt is actually a better running back than my man Nick Chubb, I have created a quiz on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And this quiz, this quiz is the Chubb 19 or Hunt 17 quiz. Okay. I'm going to pass this out to our three contestants here tonight on the podcast. And all we're going to do is we're going to look and compare Kareem Hunt's best season and Nick Chubb's season last year. And we're going to have a look at their stats because I know that Ian loves his statistics. And we're going to have a look and see, can you guess whose stats these are? Now, I've got pens for everyone. Steve, use your pen. you got the Hulk there. Uh, what do you want? You want to? I'll take a blue. You got a blue there. You can have whatever you want from the fridge, Mr. Andrew Shuttler. And we're gonna start here with rushing yards, ladies and gentlemen. Rushing yards. You got one thousand three hundred twenty-seven, or fourteen hundred ninety-six. Okay, Please so write make, C so, or H. So right now we okay C or H, and that is for Chubb or Hunt. Yeah, Chubb from last year, Hunt from twenty seventeen. Okay. His best year. Now number two, we got receiving yards. Four five five, or two seven eight, for receiving yards, and obviously, ladies and gentlemen, listening at home, you can play along with this great quiz that I've created for you here on episode six. Number three is rushing touchdowns. Now, I'll admit to you, ladies and gentlemen, this it's is in same. fact a wash, <laughs> yep. eight and eight. So you can write whatever you want. Number four, receiving touchdowns. We got three or zero. Who do you think got three? Who do you think got zero in their best year so far of their career for receiving TDs? Now, number five is yards per carry. Very close here, ladies and gentlemen. It's 4.9 or 5. Who do you think got 4.9? Who do you think got 5 yards per carry? Next, we have yards per reception. Yards per reception at 8.6 or 7.7. Is it Chubb or Hunt? in their best year to date of their career. And then LNG is long, which is for rushing. Who has the longest rush of the year? Is it 69 or 88? And then the last one is rushing yards per game, 82.9 or 93.4. Who has the best average rushing yards per game? Now before I go through and grade these papers, let's just have a look at the stats and see who is the better running back. We've got Chubb with more rushing yards at 1496. And then unsurprisingly, Kareem Hunt has more receiving yards with 455. Rushing TDs were the same at eight. And Kareem Hunt had three touchdowns through the air compared to zero for Nick Chubb. But there's, of course, a very good reason for that. And I'll come to that in a minute. Yards per carry. Chubb had a higher yards per carry. Yards per reception. Now, this is actually closer than I thought. Hunt is the one with the higher yards per reception, but it's by less than a yard. The long rush, obviously Chubb has that with 88 yards. And then the rushing yards per game with over 10 yards more per game is Nick Chubb over Kareem Hunt. And I'm going to grade these real quick. We got Steve here 
First of all, ladies and gentlemen, one, two, three, four, five. You got six. Six out of eight. Pretty good percentage. John, is this you? I'm that one right there in the blue. Oh, okay, I got you. One, two, three, four, five. Also got six out of eight. There we go. Very nice. And then Mr. Andrew Shetler, who had Chubb last year. Okay. He had Chubb last see year. see if that one, helped him. Two, three, four, five, six, seven out of eight. Well, he had ladies advantage. and gentlemen. Andrew with the win. Andrew with the win. And let, let me just say the one contentious thing, the one thing that most people got wrong, oh, yards nice. per reception. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it was in fact Kareem Hunt with the higher. What yards did I get per wrong? Yards per reception. Ah, okay. I mean, I, I had Chubb last year. I, I know that exact play, the ATR, 88 long run against the Baltimore Ravens. Of all teams. 88, yeah. yeah. I remember um, the highlights, though. I knew that he had he was four away from 1,500 yeah, yards. Yeah, I, I think that Chubb, everybody knew Chubb had f over 1,400 last year. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that was pretty easy. And obviously no receiving touchdowns. Um, no, I'm not saying that. I, I know the purpose was to get a dig at Ian here, but what do we really think about Hunt and Chubb's split? Well, I just uh, let me have my own take. Can, can, before you go into that, can I just add one point against comparing Chubb 19 or Hunt 17? The Browns last year were a very dysfunctional offense, a horrible offense yep. overall. Lost a lot of games. The Chiefs 17 offense with Alex was Smith good. Very good. was, I think, one of the highest scoring offenses. But it wasn't as good as the next year with Mahomes. No, no, I know, but I know. It was very but, but good. But I'm just saying, comparing yeah. these two, yeah. comparing these two offenses. And considering Chubb's numbers and Hunt's numbers under those offenses, yeah. it's... But Chubb also... I think Chubb is definitely going to have a good season. I don't think he's going to get 1,500 again. I think he's going to go think, bigger. I think he could. That's pretty big ass. 1,500's a lot of yards. Yeah. Let me just tell you, John. Kareem Hunt last year took 40 carries away from Kareem Hunt. Whoa, Wait. I just messed it up real bad. <laughs> Wait, Hunt for Hunt? I'm just testing you, ladies and gentlemen. What I mean is Kareem Hunt took 40 carries away from Nick Chubb last year, ladies and gentlemen. And if Nick Chubb continued at his five yards per carry average, that would have meant that Nick Chubb would have been over 1,700 rushing yards for the season, ladies and Do gentlemen. Do we know what Kareem Hunt did with the 40 carries, though? Nothing. Are we sure? I mean, next to nothing. Uh, all Kareem Hunt's value comes in the receiving nothing? game. Yeah, and that, as you can see from the quiz... Kareem Hunt has had more success in the receiving game. But this is all about usage. Nick Chubb does not get used in the passing game because Kareem Hunt is there. When will Kareem Hunt be drafted, do you think, in this year's draft? Eight. Eighth round? round? Yeah, I think he'll get pretty, er, like, middle uh, I round. I think it'll go before then. People, somebody's Somebody gonna will him, jump on him. Yeah, somebody somebody's going to jump on him. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think, yeah, he, <laughs> that seems like a Niku yeah. or a... A Dale, a Dale or yeah. a uh, even a Ruiz. Actually, the Hunt seventeen year was uh, Dale had him, and Hunt had a huge game in the second last season and kicked me out of the playoffs against Dale yeah. because Hunt had about thirty five points in that. Yeah, one Hunt game. in his rookie year was yeah. a monster though. He yeah. was real good. Well, he's, is he's he good. is the other question I want to ask? And I'll 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 question Ian about this. Is Kareem Hunt Lamar Hunt's love child. Is he? Because I want to know how he even got on the team to begin with. It's, it's possible. Okay. 
And now a word from our weatherman who is looking a little bit worse for the wear uh, and a little bit damp. Yeah, John, it's raining pretty hard outside. And I think that's the way it's going to stay for most of the weekend, except Sunday, when it'll be bright and sunny, miraculously. Sunday, that's great. I have a barbecue planned. Except I bought a lot of alcohol, but I'm not sure what I should get for the ladies. It's funny you should say that, John. You know my cousin Frank. Frank? You know. Ah, that Frank, okay. The one with that makes the apple cider. Frank Calkins. Ah, Frank Calkins. Okay, yeah. Everyone what about him? Frank. Well, anyway, he's making apple cider. It's what you in America would call a hard apple cider. Well, what would you call it in England? Well, we just call it cider. But if you've got a girl and she's looking a bit sad at the barbecue, get a hard cock in cider. And what about for the kids? Well, it's funny you should say that too. Because Frank also makes a regular soft apple cider. And now that has no alcohol? No alcohol whatsoever. So, if your daughter needs a drink, get a regular cock and cider, and she'll be just as satisfied. Well, cock and cider, for when you want to have some sort of a special time. Text Ruiz for a 20% discount. Okay, welcome back here. Uh, our division breakdown with our guest Steve. Steve is a Bucks fan. Uh, he has to be happy with this offseason. Um, uh, yeah, if, if we have a season. Well, if we have a season, yeah, that's a good point. But um, today we're going to be going over the NFC South. Um, pretty much one of the best fantasy divisions in terms of players available. Um, we're going to start with the Carolina Panthers. Um, now, Steve, who do you think is going to be the star, the bust, and the sleeper pick for the Carolina Panthers? Go ahead, Steve. What do you think? All right. So, well, the star, obviously, CMC is an obvious choice. Obvious choice. Easiest choice. That's the easiest choice. But I will throw someone else in, and that's uh, DJ Moore. Had a good season last year. Uh, Yeah, he had a good season with who was quarterback? Uh, Nobody's. Yeah, exactly. And now he's got an okay quarterback. Pretty solid, dependable. Yep. And DJ Moore, big guy. Yep. Big, solid guy. Mm-hmm. Just the sort of guy that's... Uh, Bridgewater. Uh, Bridgewater. Just the sort of guy that Bridgewater throws to. I yep. think uh, DJ Moore's... I agree. Be... I agree with you on both CMC and DJ Moore being the star. Yeah. Um, I, I agree on the DJ Moore part. I actually disagree with CMC, but I'll tell you why I like DJ Moore. He obviously had a breakout year last year, ladies and gentlemen. 87 receptions for 1,175 yards. Four touchdowns, which I think that could actually go up. You hope that goes up. Yeah, pretty low. Um, So I'm excited for him. Actually, CMC is not on my star list because he's actually my bust for the Carolina Panthers this year, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let me just clarify. I'm not saying he's going to have a bad season. I'm merely saying he is going to not return that number one pick value that he's being taken in, in every single mock draft this year. Okay. And, um, well, we've got your star. we got a couple stars. Andrew, what about star for you? Uh, I put CMC. Okay, I mean, CMC uh, yeah. is pretty. Let's let's just move right past it. Steve, who you have for sleeper? It's kind of a bit of a wild area. Uh, you, know what, you know what? You know what? Who could be a good sleeper is the tight end. I think is uh, Thomas. Thomas. Ian Thomas. Thomas. I had okay. him as yeah. my sleeper. Ian Thomas. So. Yeah. yeah I mean, He's not got much competition. There's he no did well last season with no chance. And, you know, Bridgewater, he, uh, when he was at the Vikings. Yep. He threw a lot 
to the tight end to Rudolph. Rudolph back and the at the Saints, he threw a lot to Cook in the games that he was playing when Breeze was injured. Um, yeah, and I think that's why I'm going to put my sleeper as Teddy Bridgewater. Um, is he a bridge over troubled water? Who knows? Is he a Paul Simon song? Who knows? But I think he'll get you um, more than you would think. I think he'll probably throw for about 20 touchdowns to about five interceptions. He doesn't turn the ball over. I think he'll go undrafted. I think he will go. I think he will go undrafted. But we're talking about in those weeks where you need a quarterback, you need a super flex. Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad option. He's a solid QB Yeah, he's not a bad. You could throw him in there if you needed him. I'm not saying draft him as a QB2. I'm just saying he's going to be better than you think by the end of the And there's a reason why. He's been in the league for a while. Very long time. But also... Lots of like backup QBs. Lots of backup QBs. They just fade into obscurity. But he was a first he's, round draft. He's stuck around and he's been on some good. People teams. forget he took the Vikings to the yeah. NFC Championship. Yeah, he's game. got talent. He's a talented player. He does not turn the ball over, which is what you want yeah. from somebody who you're gonna put in, uh, in on a sort of like a week by week basis. Yeah, and he keeps the ball moving. Yep. Um, okay. So, what do you think, Doc, for sleeper? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got my man Curtis Samuel as a sleeper for the uh, the Carolina Panthers. Now, I know he got a little bit of hype last year as a potential breakout candidate, and it did not work out for him. Obviously, we had DJ Moore getting the, uh, the lion's share of the targets last year. However, I do think that Curtis Samuel is a very talented player, and with Joe Brady coming in as the offensive coordinator, that great college offense that he had going last year at LSU – I think we could see a little bit of pressure being taken off of CMC this year. If they want to keep him going for a number of years, they cannot keep him going at the the rate that they were using him at last year. So I think we're going to see a lot more of those kind of uh, those Rams 2018 jet sweep actions with uh, Curtis Curtis Samuel and also Robbie Anderson. All right. uh, Now, Steve, who do you think for bust here? I have no idea. I'm I'm, going to let you guys name some guys. Um. For me, a bust is on this team. I do think Samuel is kind of a bust. I, I, I mean, I can respect that he um, is maybe going to be better than you think, but I just don't see the targets for Curtis Samuel this year. He's coming in the 15th round, so he's a, literally a flyer pick. So I don't think he's going to cost you anything in terms of yeah, your, your draft. If, if it's a 15th round pick, sure, but I, I don't see him doing much. What do you think, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, I I don't see any bust because there's CMC. There's going to be, like you said, Doc, there's going to be some regression, but I don't see that as being a bust. Yeah. Outside of that, there's no huge... Like, they don't have that many players, right? Yeah. So let's move on. Yeah. Let's just move right past it. Unless, Doc, Doc you've already said CMC, you think he's going to bust. Yeah, and just for a couple of reasons. Obviously, like you said, Andrew, regression. I assume they're not going to run him into the ground like they have done for the past couple of years. Um, I think, you know, obviously no one wants to see a player get injured. But CMC, if he does get an injury, that would obviously make him a bust. So I, I, I just foresee CMC will not return number one pick overall value this year. Okay, and let's move on to the uh, Atlanta Falcons second. I like uh, it. We'll, we'll, we'll keep the Bucks for last because we're going to maybe talk on them a bit. Um, uh, the Falcons. So for a star player for the Falcons, I think this might be a universal Yeah, I think there's four. only one. And I, don't, I think if you vote against it, it it's just wrong. And I, it's Julio Jones. Yeah. 
Steve, what do you think? Uh, look, I had Julio Jones last year in my team. Yeah. And again, he he goes through these times where he scores touchdowns and then he doesn't score touchdowns. Okay. And then he scores touchdowns and then he doesn't score so touchdowns. So who's your star? Look, Julio Jones is going to be a great player. Is he your star? He's not my star. Who is your star? My star is quarterback. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Okay. And right. He always he's just solid. He puts up the numbers. He puts up the yardage. He puts up... Okay. He was he's, on. he's not gonna he's not gonna overachieve very much, but he's going to just he's gonna be there and he's gonna be just a little okay. bit more than most people. All right, expect. so Matt Ryan, what do you think, Doc? Well, I think it comes down to how do you define star? And for me personally, I see star as someone that returns a value that is much greater than their ADP, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why I actually have my man Todd Gurley nice. as my star. Okay, Yikes. wow. Now, let me, let me just finish, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just finish. Todd Gurley right now is going in the fourth round. Should go in the 17th. <laughs> well, I got, I got to just say, John, having performed his surgery when he was in college, I know that his knee is actually just fine. And if you look at the tape and not just look at the stat box from last year, you will know that Todd Gurley physically – is actually doing just fine. And the reason that he did not have a good year last year was that goddamn Rams offensive line, which I'm sure I've mentioned before. I'm sorry, the Falcons offensive I line think is it's, better? I don't think it's better. No, but I think he's going to catch a lot more passes this year, ladies and gentlemen. And I think he can take those to the house. We saw what Hooper did last year, right, John? Yeah. Can you imagine if Todd Gurley was catching those passes instead of uh, Austin Hooper? Yeah, but they got Hurst to catch yeah, those patches. I, I'm, not, I'm not sold on. I'm not sold on Gurley at all. I think Gurley's. I don't want to say washed up, but I will. Yeah, I think he's washed up. He's physically uh, fine. Well, we're gonna. Well, I, think, I, think, I think we're gonna we're come gonna, to Gurley. We're gonna come to Gurley. Yeah, we're gonna come to Gurley. Pretty, I think a lot of us can come. I to got. Gurley. Um, what about your sleepers? My sleep. I put Gurley slash Hurst okay. as my sleeper. I got Hurst too. Um, I mean, I don't think there's any other sleepers on the. Well, I mean, is Ridley a sleeper or not? Not no, really, right? Yeah, yeah, Ridley yeah. is a known commodity who's going to get you 10 touchdowns yeah, a year. Yeah, Let yeah, me just yeah. ask you, Andrew, why did you put Gurley as your potential sleeper? Uh, because, the, like you said, I agree that, yeah. He's going to exceed the value that but he's But you put star. Away. Yeah, because that's, that's how not... I see a star. I, I, everyone knows Julio is going to be No, a, a star, player. I'm saying, is going to be like you top draft 10, round, top 5 of top their five. position. But I don't think Gurley can be described as a sleeper. Everyone knows the name Gurley. No, 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 but he's so, like, I mean, I, I, he's values. not on my draft board. He's in the so fourth round. That's not a low value. He's not on my board at all. But I think he could be first or second round value from fourth round. Completely that's a sleeper. Agree. And that's, well, I put that as my start because okay. Julio Jones, everyone knows. Yeah. We're not offering the people any insightful but, analysis by saying that Julio yeah. Jones is a star. But he's so consistent. Yeah, I but, get it. That's but, why it's not. We're not was, offering the people but, any value there. But I think w when I think of star, I think of like the best performer on the team. Yeah, that's what I think as well. So I think Jones yeah. is the best performer. Um, I think Jones will outperform Gurley. But Gurley will be better than you guys. But think. my sleeper was Hurst. Um, any reason? Hayden Hurst. Well, actually, I, I listened to an interview with Matt Ryan just two days ago. And he said that he's been training with Hayden Hurst. He's like incredibly incredibly excited about how how much of an amazing athlete he is how much better he is than austin hooper then austin hooper exactly and austin hooper got a lot of points he because of little dump offs and the way that the falcons played and matt ryan they played. didn't have an offensive but, line 
Well, ex- exactly. But Matt Ryan said that they're using Hayden Hurst in very different ways this year in okay. their install. Might be interesting. And, and he, he came from Baltimore, didn't he? He's an ex-Raven, therefore yeah, he yeah. must be good. But but he was just like underused. He was underutilized. Mark Andrews came in. Hayden Hurst kind of fell to the wayside. Tragically um, underused. Let me ask when he you. came out in the draft, he was like one of the top tight yeah. ends. So what you, do you think, Doc, about your sleepers? Sorry. Yeah, Hurst. Hurst, let, okay. let me, And let me just clarify one thing. What do you think Hayden Hurst's 40-meter dash time is? Don't know. Andrew Scheller, guess. 4.8. 4.67. Now for a, a six foot five, 280-pound player. He's a beast. He's, he's going to be huge. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see. I think that a lot of what contributed to Austin Hooper's rise last year was poor you offensive, him. Poor of <laughs> offensive line, belief from a, some would say a patron, <laughs> um, belief from me, and it was very poor offensive line where they like Matt Ryan had nobody to throw to. But they improved the offensive line in the yeah, draft. Yeah, I think I, I think they did the year before as well, but a lot of people got hurt. It takes yeah. time. Um so we're going to get to bust. I'll lead it off. Matt Ryan is going to bust because I had him last year. He it looks like he's dependable, but you have to remember he's a 35-year-old quarterback that does not offer anything in the running game and who is really a pocket passer. Steve's perfect so, quarterback. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> okay, you, for me, you, he's a bust because he doesn't... He's getting drafted probably much higher than what I think he's worth. You know, okay, the one quarterback of the last three years who has the most 300-yard passing... Him. Yeah, it's, sure. it's him. Yeah. He's yeah, going to be sure. solid. Yeah. I, I, I know I said he's going to be a star, and that's only because though. he's... He's going to be drafted high, and I think he's going to be drafted a little bit. A lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers last year, and I see. I, think it'll be I see. His line. I see. And my, no running game. In my opinion, I think Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a much better. Is a very similar pick to Matt Ryan, <laughs> and I would probably rather have Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Well, okay, that's okay. a hot take. Ladies. Without because, without digs because the because the Falcons t- uh, the uh, sorry. The Vikings team is better. They run the football well. They have a good offensive line. They still have probably one the good offensive receiver. coordinator left. Yeah, but I, I still would prefer Cousins just based on the fact that they run the football well. Do you think they, Cousins is a better real no, quarterback than Ryan? No, I, in, in a game-to-game, game, like it's one game, I'm taking Matt Ryan. But to in, win. In but fantasy. we're talking about like averages, right? Yeah. yeah. We're talking I, about fantasy. I think the Falcons are going to win this division. Wow. Okay. That's a hot, hot take. take so, what do you think? What's, what's your uh, bus player Falcons for the Falcons? Bus player for the Falcons? Todd Gurley. Mm. Todd Gurley. Look, I am an older guy. But you know, I, I, I get aches and pains every now and then. These aches and pains do not go away. You know, arthritis in the knee, that does not go away. Yeah. Right, but you do know? you have the best. The best dad physicians in the world. Yeah, including Dr. T.D. McKinnis. Honestly, he yeah. might. Yeah. Steve Smith does not Steve have Smith. Dr. T.D. McKinnis. <laughs> Steve Smith might have You get You get arthritis in the knee. That, that, that shit is not it's going away. It's never going away. That's did, not going away. Right, okay. Did you watch him play last year? Did you watch him run in the open field? Did you watch the tape? I was not. Uh, he, 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 he was. Then you were, I don't know what you were looking at. When he, he got an opportunity, in, yeah. he was eased in and he built up a little bit. If, if he's going to be the main guy, the main running back, he's going to break down. Clearly, there was something wrong when you get to the Super Bowl two years ago. Oh, yeah. And you don't play. There was something wrong at that it. time. No, no, no. Two years ago. Two years ago. If you make the Super Bowl and you don't take the cortisone shot and you don't play, there's something seriously wrong. 
Well, we'll see this year. I can't These wait. These aches and they do not go away. I, he is one of the players, like the one player that I'm like really excited to see what happens. Yeah. I have no idea. I just can't believe that you like that was his only. Ch- He's never getting the Super Bowl again, ever. Falcons this year. I don't think so. But and, and he that. didn't play at all. That kind of tells me everything I need to know that his injury status is. He's fucked. At that time, he was fucked. Okay. Let's move on uh, to the next team, right? Yeah. Everybody's good? Let's do Saints. 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 Uh, third team we got here is the Saints. Um, Steve, who is your star? Again, I, I hate to be go obvious, but Michael so, Thomas. Michael Thomas. I, I agree. How exciting, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Going Deep podcast, where Steve Smith tells you that Michael Thomas is the star of the show. Oh, and by the way, Julio Jones, he's also pretty good at football. You know what? Why are they listening to a Steve Smith? You know what? I agree. I'm going with a star. A star is the number they one perform. guy. They perform. They number, perform. Number one guy. Yeah, we have a disagreement on the definition of terms. Uh, I'm, I'm Thomas for star I'm as well. I'm Thomas as well. I got Kamara as my star, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's not that far yeah. away from Thomas. Okay. At least it's not Michael Thomas. <laughs> but Kamara is not like... He's know, like fourth overall it's not pick. Like, it's not like you're saying Latavius Murray yeah. or something. I just didn't want to pick Thomas. Thomas is legitimately the number one wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. I agree, and that's why he's not my star. He broke the record. I want to tell people, here's someone that might do better than you think. That's for Sleeper. No, yeah. no, no. Sleeper's <laughs> that is No, sleeper. star is the number one guy on the team. A star, no, a star is who you no pick. No, Sleeper. But your, your previous stars have been like Barkley, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think you changed it this week. I'm mixing it up. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think about uh, Sleeper then? Because like we know Michael Thomas is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Drew Brees does not miss his passes. He just has to fucking catch him, and he's going to get 140 uh, For passes. Sleeper, I've got a little unknown boy called Deontay Harris. Okay. Um, last year, he played a lot on special teams. I think he returned two or three to the house. Um, word is that Sean Payton really likes him. He's a bit of a gadget player. He's little. He's like a Tavon Austin. Um, but they started down the stretch. They started using him a lot more in the wide receiver positions, and he is lightning. He's just this little lightning guy that kind of Tariq Cohen esque. Okay. Um, and I think they're going to use him a lot more in the offense this year, and I think he's going to. He'll do okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve, who do you think? For the Saints, sleeper. Yeah. I don't really have anyone. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders. Okay, yeah, that's Man, kind of, I mean, yeah, He's gonna get drafted yeah. like after the tenth round. Yeah. So. But there's there's no one on the Saints really that I, I consider a sleeper. Okay. For the first time tonight, think? ladies and gentlemen, I think I actually agree with Steve Smith. Oh, so Emmanuel Sanders. My man, Manny Sanders. Oh, well, oh don't don't worry. We're we're gonna come to loggerheads on my on my bust just just in a second. Okay, is Drew Brees a sleeper? I think he is. Uh, in my opinion, I think Drew Brees is a sleeper pick, and he is my sleeper pick because you will be able to get him so much later than you think. In our super in flex our league, super flex league what, when do you think Drew Brees is going to go? Ninth or tenth round. Disagree. You think he'll go before that? Oh, yeah. Because he had a very good season based on the fact that he played 11 games. There, He would have thrown for more touchdowns than Lamar Jackson if he played for 16 games. There's nothing in me that doesn't think that that's not true. He had 27 touchdowns or 28. Lamar had 35. But Drew Brees missed five games. And uh, I do think he will be a bit undervalued. Now let's move on to bust. Well, for my bust, ladies and gentlemen, I got Jared Cook, the tight end for the Saints. And 
he had nine touchdowns last year in 2019. I just think that some of those touchdowns are going to come down a little bit. And I think my man Kamara is going to take some of those underneath passes because oh, he, he okay. Kamara was on the reason that Kamara is my star is because I think Kamara, John, you know this. He was unlucky last year when it came to touchdowns. They took him out from Murray a lot at the goal line. Dumb. Uh, they did a lot of passes from the one-yard line. To, um, to the likes of Jared Cook. And I think Kamara's going to take reclaim some of those touchdowns in the red zone. I mean, so. I might have a different opinion from you. I mean, my bust is Kamara. Yeah, and my um, bust is Kamara too. Holy my, shit. Like, this is the wildest thing from the Kaka team because Kamara is legitimately... One of my favorite players in the yep. NFL. Love I love Kamara. If I was building a team, he would be one of the top picks of the team. But I do not believe that Kamara will ever get to the same level that he was at his first two seasons of the NFL. When he had uh, my man, Mark Ingram, yep. in the backfield. Well, it's not even that. It's just that um, Drew Brees cannot throw the long ball as well as he could anymore. Does and he I need think, to? Yes, because I think that defenses have trapped down on those small little dump passes to Kamara. They know it's coming. They know that they're trying to get the ball to Kamara in the flat. And I just don't see him being as good as he was in the first two seasons. We'll see. Maybe defenses might react to the fact that Michael Thomas had a record season. Maybe they won't defend the, def- the flat so much next year. Who's your bust? I actually had Breeze. Breeze, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely possible. He's yeah. old. For like, I mean, he's been drafted as, like, in the past, what, 10 years, he's been drafted as the top six, in the top six or eight. He's not going to finish there this year. Okay. Um, yeah. And for any the reasons reason? that you said, his army's. No, eight. no, I think Breeze will actually. Uh, Breeze is my sleeper. Oh. Because I think that what the Saints do well is, you know, they do score. But I'm just, I said Kamara is my boss. The thing is, I was conflicted because I had Thomas as my star. And I was like, how can I have... Controversial. His, how can I have his... No, but how can I have his quarterback as a bust if I have his wide receiver as a star? Seems like a paradox. Exactly. But I just... Yeah, he's like... I had him, what, three years ago? And he was quarterback three, I think. And there's just... Yeah, compared to where he's going to get drafted and compa- compared to where we think he is... He's going to fall off a lot. Okay. Right, now we're going to go to the last team, your Bucks. How are you feeling about your Bucks going into this season, by the way? Oh, man. The Bucks. I just hope there's a season, you know? It's just been, this is it's it. been the, they, most, yeah. the most Bucks thing if they do everything they've they've done this offseason and like then the there's Bucks. no season. I think, they, they, I think they're going to do really well. They're going to be good. They, well, they will season. be good if there's a season, you know? Brady is no nonsense down there in Florida. He doesn't give a fuck about quarantine. He doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> yeah. COVID nineteen. He has people at his house. He's got. He's th- literally, I think six or seven of the wide receivers and Gronk live with him. Yeah. On a palatial estate, and they he just throws the ball at them all day. Yeah. Um, you've got to be excited that your boy Gronk has come to the, your team. Uh, well, well, we'll come to Gronk later. To Gronk? We'll yeah. come to Gronk later. Okay, all right. I mean, I, I'm hyped about the Bucks, no. to be honest. Uh, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm reserved maybe, about Maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but them. I do think that, okay, I think Brady will like, get... Why, why does he make such a big difference? Because he 
inspired. Does it's not know? even that he's better than other quarterbacks. It's not even that he's more talented. It's just that he expects you to do this much. No, I think him and Belichick inspire. I, him alone, I'm not sure. Well, see, have you seen him on the sideline? Have you seen him on the sideline? And also, have you seen... Have you seen... What? Yeah. Are you joking? I mean, yeah, the, jo- amount of players, joking, no. the amount of players that wanted to go to the Bucks after he signed is insane. Like, Antonio Brown was like, sign me today. Because uh, he's no. not on a team. Gronkowski no, comes out of Bucks. retirement. He said he want to go to the Bucks, right? Because yeah. he's not on a team. Of course. but Of who, course he'd say, take me, because no one else wanted him. Everybody, I don't know if nobody else wants him. Apparently. Well, he's not on a, want him. well, he's not on a team, is he? No, but I'm just saying, people want to play for the Bucks because Tom Brady is going to play there. He uh, is the best quarterback of all uh, time. Of course. I'm, all I'm saying is, he has not played without Belichick yet. But Belichick so is, is not the offensive coordinator. So I don't get your logic. But he's the greatest coach team. of all time. He wants to be on the uh, yeah. team coach by the best, greatest coach Belichick of all time. is definitely the best coach of all time. But it, he is not the he's offensive, not the offensive coordinator. coordinator. He doesn't call plays. But, I know, but are you not saying he has a he has an influence on their offensive plan? I don't on his he, entire team, of I course. Don't, I don't think he has a massive influence, though. Because so are you just saying he's like, Josh McDaniels, you do whatever you want, I don't care. I think within a realm, yes. From the start, he said within that. A, within a realm, yes. No, come on. Because, like, how can Belichick... I don't think Belichick controls the offense as much as you think. No, I'm not saying he does, but I'm saying like he has an influence over everything. Of course, but that like I don't think that he is the reason why the Patriots won all those Super Bowls. Ooh. I don't. All right, so going back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have we done bus sleeper? No, I haven't done yet? anything. Get to him. We're just getting. We're talking about. Let's do it. Um, star. star. Godwin. Of course. No. I agree. Uh, I agree I'm with going, you against Steve. I'm going Holy Mike shit. Evans. Yeah. Uh, see, oh, I, I, I thought that. Evans so well. there's two and two here. I it thought, doesn't even matter. And I had Mike Evans. It doesn't Evans. matter who you pick. You can pick Godwin. You can pick Evans. I think Godwin is going to be. Last year was Godwin's year. Yeah. Because yeah. like nobody knew who he was. Yeah. And you can well, scoop him up. You shouldn't know who he was. I knew who he was, and I picked him. Yeah. Um, and he was a very. He was awesome. But I think that if you've seen... I don't think Tom Brady's arm is as weak as people think. I agree. I don't think it's as weak as people think. However, I don't think he's going to throw up bombs as much as Winston did for the past few years. But I'll say this. If you look back, and I know this is 13 years ago, but with Moss and Brady, he was chucking it up. 13 years ago. That one year, 13 years ago. He was chucking it up. So, like, is he going to chuck it up again? No. No. I don't know. I think he no. might. Okay, so that's your star, Evans. Uh, who you got, Shotley? I had Evans, Evans yeah. Is, yeah. No. Steve, what, Godwin. What? Godwin is the perfect wide receiver for Tom Brady. Why? He plays in the slot. He's a possession he's wide receiver. possession wide receiver. So he's like a new uh, Edelman. You know what? But better. Evans <laughs> Evans is an outside wide receiver. So why didn't you have him as Tom, star? Tom Brady. Tom I Brady, think he's going to throw it up. Yeah, Tom Brady is not going to throw it up. Tom Brady has uh-huh. never thrown to an outside wide receiver other than Randy Moss, and nobody is Randy Moss. But nobody Evans, is he's doing it to Josh. Uh, Josh uh, and Gordon Mike Evans is pretty fucking good. Yeah, he, he is. Mike Evans is has never not had a, a thousand yards. Yeah, and he will put up another thousand yards. No, with he will. any quarterback, he will any put up another thousand yards. But Godwin will put up. More than 15. That. Okay, 15 yeah, I mean, like, okay, so we're split. But, uh, but, okay, also, we're pretty I'm, much just saying draft a Buccaneers yeah, wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, no, but also. Well, I'm actually not saying that. I'm saying Godwin's my star, and actually my bus is Evans. Okay. 
because I truly do believe that Brady's going to prioritize Godwin out of those out of the slot because he gave him the twelve on those. <laughs> well, there's that as well. There's yeah. that as well on those short routes. I think Brady's going to take a preference for that because Brady does not want to throw a bunch of picks in his final or penultimate season, especially with the way that he went out in New England throwing a pick in the playoffs in the Titans game. I think Tom Brady's going to play a tight game to Godwin in the slot and those short routes, and Evans is going to suffer as a result of that. I, I will say, if you like Evans, Evans is a big-bodied guy. You can huge. trust him to catch mm-hmm. that ball. He's Just got, chuck it out. He's got a huge like catch yeah. radius, and Brady loves that. Yeah, but yeah. I think Godwin is just he's just so good. He's just it, so it depends. Okay, so when you look back at like his Patriot time, like he him and Edelman had like a real good connection. Yeah. And like, Edelman, like outside, Edelman is... outside of the game and in the game. So we don't know like who Brady has like built up a, a rapport with yet. Because that for me that really like determines what he's gonna do. It's like who has he being mates with, basically. And I assume it's going to be the person that's closer to Edelman and not Evans. I think it's going to be closer to No, no, because he started training with Evans first. The first person... Because he's more different. No, no. no. He knows that's the one he needs to build a rapport with more because Godwin is the more natural fit. But also, who's the coach? Arians. And he likes... Sorry, not long. We'll see what happens. Arians, Arians is not the head coach these days. Tom Brady is going that, to be the coach no, of the... No, that's, 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 that's the that's contentious bullshit. I think that Arians and Brady will work together in a beautiful, beautiful orchestra. Yeah. And, I mean, I really do think Brady is going to have a monster year. Brady's, Brady's yeah. going to be the head coach this year. All right, let's see. What about what about Sleeper then, ladies and gentlemen? What sleeper we got this here? year? Um, a sleeper this year. I, I'm gonna put Gronk as a sleeper, but he's not because somebody is gonna draft him way too early. Yeah. And that name is Based, Steve Smith. I think I, Steve, or I think oh, you Mike, see, you see yeah. where I'm going. You see I where actually, I'm going. I actually, my bust right Gronk, now. I actually had Gronk as my and bust. And the only right reason now. I'm gonna say Gronk is a sleeper is this: they're not gonna use him uh, in between the twenties. They're only gonna use him, um, I think, going into the end zone and. They've been doing that for years. Uh, also, the fact that been he hasn't played in a year. I think a that's a good thing, though. For his yeah. body, I think, I think that's really, a good thing. How is that a good thing? He was wrecked with injury. Wrecked. He just needs to practice a couple of route trees all, with listen, Brady if all, if all a few you, more times. If all they're doing is... What for, is it, okay, so you look at a player like Adrian Peterson that goes out, gets mm-hmm. injured, kills himself to get fitter and better, training every day. What has Gronk been doing in his offseason? But Gronk doesn't have He's to do He's been partying with Barcelona Sports. They play two different positions. What the Buccaneers are going to ask of Gronk is way different than what any team would ask of Peterson. That What they're going to ask of Gronk is they're going to split him out wide by himself from the 10-yard line and throw the ball up. Well, and you think oppositions won't think, oh, he's going to throw it to Gronk. Sure. Yeah. And then they yeah, have the last 10 years. Years. Last 10 years. Yeah. yeah, but <laughs> Gronk won't be as good as that, will he? I think he will be. I think you they, think he's going to be the same level that he was think, three no, no, years ago, I think four they can, years ago, I think, five years ago. I think they can complete fit like ten fades to the end zone for ten touchdowns. That's why he's a sleeper. Jimmy Graham the second, ladies and gentlemen, like he was with the Seahawks. Jimmy Graham a few years yardage ago. Yardage will not be great, but he is just going to be used uh, to end catch zone touchdowns. target. Yeah, that's same it. game. And I anyway, think, if they double him, you have Mike Evans, who how, is literally the same size as Gronk. Like, how, how same can, Mike Evans? Yeah, start. Yeah. 
So, like, I'm just saying, it doesn't matter what they decide to do. Gronk was my best. Gronk, for me, they're going to use him in a way where he only catches touchdowns. They're not going to use him at the 50-yard line. All right. And Andrew, Andrew Schaller, who's your sleeper then? Kashawn uh, Vaughn. Who's oh, the, the, the rookie, uh, rookie uh, yeah. running back? Because yeah. they have no but, one. They have no one else. But usually you're high they, on rookies, though. Yeah, but they literally <laughs> okay. So they had what? Um, Ronald Jones Jr. Ronald Jones the second. Is it the second or junior? Yeah, okay. and uh, Barber's not there anymore, is he? He's gone. Ronald Jones the second. He he. Ha- I, I think I drafted him Dude, last no year. No bucks running back before. will be good. We can say that. Yeah. yeah. So, if there's anyone that can just come in and like make the spot their own, it's gonna be Kishon Vaughn. Hopefully, he can. Is this for yeah. this is for sleeper, right? Yeah. 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 I like Kishon Vaughn as a late round flyer oh. for sure. He can catch a pass, but I don't think he's going to go in the late round. I think he's being overdrafted right now. Yeah, we'll, I think so we'll see. Too. We'll see what happens. And that's part of the Brady effect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve, Brady. your sleeper was Gronk. No, no. My sleeper is Kashawn Vaughn. Oh, yeah. really? It's going to be one of the two wide uh, running backs. Okay. And I see two things happening with the Tampa Bay running backs. Either you have a competition to see who is the number one, and I see Kashawn uh, Vaughn yeah. coming should, out as number one win. now. He, he will win. Or you'll have uh, Rojo as the inside the line yeah. running back. He's so bad. Or you'll have, uh, and then you'll have uh, Kishon Vaughn okay. as being the pass catcher. And we all know that Brady loves pass catching yeah. running backs. I think Kishon Kish- Vaughn is the running back. I think he's going to be the one who's going to get you the point. Like, he, Ronald Jones has been there for two years. Hasn't and he's he? shit. And I know he's had injury troubles, but if but if he was the guy, they would have known. They yeah. removed him yeah. off the active they, roster. They, they picked Kishon Vaughn in, what, the second round? Yeah, you second. know what? Arians and, and Brady run, love yeah. pass protection yeah, on their running yeah. backs. Kishon Vaughn can do that. Kishon Vaughn can do that. Yeah. Ron, Ronald Jones can do that. And they picked him high. So they, 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 they removed like Ronald Jones some weeks just because he wasn't going to play. Yeah. Yeah. There was no injury yeah, to him. Yeah. Uh, now, what are we on? Uh, bust? We, yeah, guys? I mean, just to confirm, my sleeper is also Gronk. Like I said, yeah, I think Jimmy Graham the second. He's going to be just catching touchdowns. And my bust, I think you already heard as well from myself, it's, it's actually Mike Evans. Mike Evans, okay. And, Boo. and like, the reason, Boo. like I said before, I just think that Tom Brady is not going to chuck it up like Winston did. I think he's going to prefer Godwin in the slot on those short routes and I think Evans is going to suffer a little bit. He's still going to have a good season. Why do you think it's all about Brady? They have a coach. Because he's the quarterback. They have a coach. He's the one passing the ball. But they have a coach. But I also doesn't think matter. Brady's I, the one making the reads. To be I honest. Think he has a, a risk preference that suggests that he's going to take the safer option. And I think that's going to be Godwin in the slot. I think Evans can run every route. He can. Yeah. Like, and he's also, not Bruce just Arians a is a very different coach to Belichick. Yes. Belichick gave Brady the like freedom to make reads on the fly. Bruce Arians doesn't do that. I don't know. He might, though. We'll, we'll see. Well, what maybe happens. not with Winston. He didn't with Winston. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, and honestly, I think Evans can run every single route. Evans is one yeah. of the best wide receivers yeah. that's ever played the game. Yeah. I yeah. think he can run a quick slant if yeah. that's what Easy. Brady says. Easy. If Brady says to Mike Evans, run a quick slant, I'm gonna the ball's going to hit your head. Imagine He's Evans gonna going through the middle. Yeah. He'd be bigger than anyone. Yeah. He'd be bigger than the I, linebackers. I honestly agree with Andrew on this one. Yeah. I think Tampa Bay is one of the biggest question marks offensively in the NFL. No one has any idea. I think, what's gonna happen. I think the whole team is gonna show up. 
to Tampa Bay on fucking jet skis from the middle of the ocean. I can't wait to see Tom Brady. Gronk, Brady, Evans at the lead, and they're going to win the fucking NFC South. Very nice. All right, Steve Smith, who's your bust for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? My bust is, and I hate to say this. Tom Brady. Nope. Your boy. No, my boy. Your boy. OJ Howard. No, No, Gronk. Oh, Oh, that's gross. Gronk. And I'll say this. Tampa Bay have three really good tight ends. I think by the end of the season, uh, Gronk, OJ Howard, Cameron Brait will all end up with pretty much the same stats. The same kind of targets, the same kind of yardage, the same kind of touchdowns. I think touchdowns. maybe Gronk might have a couple more touchdowns Touch- in the end zone. Gronk's Gronk's gonna be yeah. he's gonna be pass protecting yeah. and he's going to be a decoy. Yeah. He's gonna be a yeah. he's gonna be a, used as a decoy a lot. Andrew Schaller, who's your bust? It was Gronk. Gronk. I've already Gronk. said Ronald Jones. Don't draft that guy. Any any particular reason? He's been benched. He's been inactive, not due to injury. He looked he, decent towards the end. No, he had a couple Sean of games. Vaughn is, is the future. He looked good in college. Which Ronald was Jones. Three or four years. No, he yeah. didn't. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, drafted him. And everything uh, I saw about Ronald uh, Jones, USC. everyone was saying he's shit. He's, no, he, he can't he, catch the ball. He, he's not a big enough no, guy. From to, USC, he looked good. No, 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 no. I'm we're going to finish up this podcast. We want to thank our guest, Steve Smith. And who is your pick? To come on in two weeks, because next we're going to have a live draft with the commission. But who's your pick for two weeks later, Steve? Uh, well, my pick, I know he's been really antsy to come on here. I think my pick is going to be Ruiz. Oh, Mike Ruiz, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so excited for him because I know he's been waiting now, in anticipation to come on. And you've got two weeks to prepare your bus ticket, Mike. Come on down, baby. Now... Um, we have a last word from our sponsors. Um, this is something that might hit close to home for some of you folks. So just bear with us. Here we go. Maybe you can hire the A-team. What's wrong? You look a bit down. Man, I've been trying to make some water biscuits all week, man. Some douchebags have been stealing them off the windowsill when they've been left to dry out. Well, you know, in these times of strife and inequality, a group of commandos, heroes, meth addicts, and cretins seek to dole out justice for the downtrodden. They are the C-team. Can't afford the A or B teams because you have the finances of a muskrat? Call the C team. They've even got a guy with a mohawk who can't go on a plane. And they've got a pilot that smokes meth and will work for fruit peels. They love it when a plan comes together. And they always come together over a Cars Water Biscuit. Cars Water Biscuit. Perfect for a game of Spunky Biscuit with the C team. And that's going to wrap up our episode this week. And uh, on this 4th of July weekend, I'd like a lot of people to just take some time to think about America and pour yourself maybe a large tumbler full of honey. Take that honey and just mix it up with a bit of milk. 
pour it all over your body. Maybe bake an apple pie. Maybe eat 16 hot dogs and pass out in a pile of your own filth. But most importantly, I want you to just wear a mask when you go outside, you fucking delinquents. This is Going Deep with Doc and the Hawk. Thank you.